Folks, I want to introduce you to our new friends over at Canopy and their line of CBD products. I used to wake up several times during the night, which made it hard to get out of bed in the morning and left me really feeling less than myself all day. But I can tell you from personal experience, my sleep has dramatically improved since I started using Canopy Nighttime Blend. Now I sleep straight through the night and wake up refreshed every morning. If sleep isn't your issue, they have a variety of products that can help you out. If you struggle with muscle aches after a workout or a day out on the golf course, if you have first tee jitters or your knees lock up in your backswing, check out TryCanaby.com. That's T-R-Y-K-N-I-B-I.com and look at their selection of tictures, creams, and gummies that can give you the edge after you exercise or while you're out on the golf course. And really, just make all of your days better. Their hemp is 100% grown in the U.S. and you know we love that. And when you choose Canopy, you are choosing prized harvest, expert extractions, and precision manufacturing with zero artificial colors, flavors, or preservatives. So if you need help sleeping through the night like me, relief from muscle aches, or the pressure of a busy day, give Canopy a try. Again, that's trycanopy, T-R-Y-K-N-I-B-I dot com. And if you use coupon code TNT, you're going to get 20% off your first order. Again, trycanopy.com. You're going to be glad you did. This is Reggie Kelly, former Cincinnati Bengals and Atlanta Falcons tight end, and you're listening to TNT, Thursday Night Tailgate. Brace yourself for the explosion. All right, now back with us here on Thursday Night Tailgate is singer-songwriter Kevin Chalfont. Kevin has been the lead singer for groups like 707, Steel Breeze, and I came to know and love his stuff when he joined the band The Storm back in the 90s, along with Journey members Greg Raleigh, Ross Valerie, Steve Smith, plus guitarist Josh Ramos. Their song, I've Got a Lot to Learn About Love, was a top 10 hit in 1991. In 1995, he was set to step up and be the next lead singer for Journey before Steve Perry rejoined the band. In 2003, Kevin toured as the lead vocalist for the Alan Parsons Live Project. In 07, Kevin released a CD titled Fly to Freedom, a 13-track solo CD covering his favorite Journey songs. That year, he was honored with a Lifetime Achievement Award in the entertainment industry in his hometown of Chicago. Kevin is currently touring with the Voices of Rock Radio. He and John Elephant, formerly of Kansas, and Randall Hall, formerly of Leonard Skinner. They're going to be at Oaklawn Racetrack and Casino this Saturday night in Hot Springs, Arkansas. So, folks, if you're anywhere near that area, you're not going to want to miss that show. And we're very excited that Kevin is back with us tonight here on Thursday Night Tailgate. Hey, Kevin, Chris, and Bob, thanks for coming back hey, on the show. What are you guys doing? What an <laughs> intro. Man, I was going, that guy really well got some stats. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Kevin, it's been a minute, my friend. How are you? Tell us uh, what's been going uh, on with you. Oh, man. Well, you know, I, 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 was, uh, I was like everybody else in the dugout 2020, 2021, you know, yeah. uh, started kind of picking up okay, and now we're we're about – maybe half, about half of what we should be doing. But it's picking up, so I'm I'm blessed. I'm I'm grateful. And thank you guys for uh, remembering. I'm over <laughs> here, you know. <laughs> we should never never it's forget cold. you, Kevin. You kidding me? It's cold over here, by the way. <laughs> no doubt it is. Yeah. Kevin, talk to us about uh, the Chicago Bears. Are you, are you happy that yeah, obviously the season didn't go well, but they've made some changes at head coach, made some changes at GM. What's, what's your opinion of what you're seeing from your Bears? It's like 
I don't know. It's either like a roulette wheel or kind of like um, a slot machine. You know, you're waiting for the right numbers. That's all I'm saying, dude. I'm waiting <laughs> for the right numbers. <laughs> you know what? I got to say, you know, I, you know, I, I had, I had some issues and I kind of stepped back, I stepped back a little bit and I, I kind of felt like ah, a little bit of the heat was off. And so I, I, I was, I kind of got back into watching football again because, you know, I love the game, man. I mean, how can you not love football? You know, the, the playoffs were pretty exciting. They were pretty yeah. exciting. Um, Man, uh, I got a lot of friends. I got a lot of friends in LA and I got a lot of friends in Cincinnati and I, and they're both, uh, you know, they're, they're, both teams are pretty, uh, pretty awesome, man. I, uh, kind of was sorry to see, uh, the big guy step down and step out. Uh, I was never, I don't know. I shouldn't say I was never a Patriots fan because I, I don't know. I guess what made me, a Patriots fan was Brady, you know, and, and, and a lot of people hate Brady. And you know what? I, I just was amazed with his talent, you know, and I, I just, I thought about this a little while ago when I, you know, cause I knew we, we'd be talking and, uh, and you know, what went through my mind is I remember, <laughs> I remember uh, several years ago, Barack Obama got on the, you know, on a speech, and he said, you know, giving kids, you know, some advice. And he said, don't ever uh, draw your inspiration from trying to prove someone wrong. And I was like, that ticked me off a little bit because I, I could tell you for a fact that Tom Brady has spent his whole career Chapping the 49ers hide about passing him up. <laughs> okay. And he's got more rings than, 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 uh, you know, Montana because of it. And he's, he spanked him hard. He's been spanking him for, for years. And, you know, I, uh, I, I love Tom Brady and, you know, I, I go around and around with, even with my sons about it, you know, but you can't deny the man his, and you know, at, at the end of the season for him, you know, um, I thought, man, they, they just, you know, he's always won because they've always had such a strong line, you know, protecting him. And I think he just kind of got to the, to the place where it's like, I, I, I just can't worry about the front line anymore. I know I, what I can do. But I think he just finally said, yeah, maybe it's time. And, and I, I know he said it half-heartedly because, I, you know, I, I, I don't think he really wants to quit. I think he's got plenty of winning left in him, you know. Right. Um, that's, that's not what you asked me, but that's what I'm telling <laughs> you. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, I know you're you know, a big wish- baseball fan, too. How's, how's everyone there in Chicago Thinking about, you know, what's going on between the major league owners and the players association and getting spring training going in a baseball season. You guys worried? Well, I'm a Cubs fan, but you know, they've never invited me to sing at the stadium at, you know, the White Sox and, did though, right? The White Sox. Yeah. The White Sox have. So, I mean, I'm always rooting for the White Sox, but, but I, I, I'm a Chicago fan, you know, uh, they've just, 
been breaking my heart since I was a kid, but, uh, you know, you kind of grow up and figure, well, I guess it's just part of life, but I think it would be awesome to see Chicago have a, have a bumper crop year again, you know, um, uh, coming out of what we've all been going through, uh, you know, it, you can, you can just see that the team that are winning, they're, they're just, they're inspiring their cities, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, but trust me, Chicago really needs a win because Chicago's gotten kicked around quite a bit. You know, I would say from within, you know, the mayor's office for one and not to go political, but you know, it, it's been, it's been brutal. It's been really brutal and people just want to have their lives back and, and sometimes they can forget about all that crap if they just had somebody kicking butt on a team. So <laughs> that's all. That's right. You know, any, any for team. I don't care. Girls <laughs> softball winning. That would, would help, you know. <laughs> Anything, right? It's always great to have you back, Kevin. Uh, love having you on the show. And, and I want you to tell us more about growing up in Illinois and how you like developed a love for sports, maybe sports you played. Maybe guys who you followed, uh, what gave you a love for sports at a young age? Um, well, I did play a little bit of baseball, but you know, I, I was never one of those grand slammers, man. I had, I had buddies that could just, you, you could throw them almost a dirt ball and they'd put it over the back fence, you know, and yeah. I, I just, baseball was fun to play with my buddies on, at, just at a park somewhere. But when, when it came down to the game, I couldn't handle that pressure, man. You know, it was just, that's not what I was wired for. But I did play basketball, at least in, in when I was in elementary school, high school. Here's what happened to me. I was like a normal sized kid when we were all real young. And then we, we had like, like we broke for summer vacation. And when we came back, everybody grew about two feet and I'm still the same height. <laughs> I think I've been about the same height since I was about, uh, you know, a freshman in high school. So, sport, I shifted gears. I thought, okay, well, my brother was was a musician, and 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 he he uh, he he was a good swimmer, man. He went to state and all that kind of stuff. I was just, I don't know. I love sports, but I was never really like one of those jocks that like could do do it all I, I i was a supporter of those who did you know i i find it ironic <laughs> kevin you know you can't handle the pressure but you can sing in front of thousands of people right so you know it's, well uh, you i know, guess that's how you look let, at let it me, right <laughs> yeah i i i'm i i kind of been blessed you know i i'm you know i'm i i'm i humbly say this that you know um I used to, I used to work really hard at it and I wanted to, you know, have something and everybody kept telling me, oh, you kind of need to get your own style and stuff. And it's a hit and miss thing. You're, it really is not just with songs, but it's with performances. So I try to just take care of myself. I don't, I don't kill myself with alcohol and drugs and all that kind of stuff. You know, I try to, I don't even want to go in a dusty room. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just, I, I'm serious, man. It's temperamental. So I, 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 I just, you know, I, I want to work hard at it. And, you know, you guys mentioned John Elefante. Well, you know, John and I kind of hooked up uh, back here a few years ago and started doing some shows with other people. And we said, hey, you know, why don't we just do it? I, I had started a, 
kind of an all-star band in 2008 called The Voices of Rock Radio. And John and I kind of started partnering on that. And I'll tell you what, when you're singing in a room with John Elefante, that guy has still got his pipes like when he was in Kansas. And, you know, that you don't want to go on, on, you know, with, on the same stage and suck. So you, you know, I, I don't know how these, these athletes view it, you know, cause I don't have like a whole team of, of, you know, bloodthirsty people looking at me, uh, you know, so my job, I don't, I don't know. I think, I think we got it a little easier than, than those quarterbacks cause they all want to kill him. I, they just they just want to shoot me in the eye with a pea shooter or something. I don't know, but hey, as long as the monitors are okay and I can hear myself, I I, I try to have a lot of fun, you know. You know, Kevin, I I look at a lot of pictures on your Facebook page and and just you know I I just love looking at like old concert footage and you know I I attended almost every act in the seventies and eighties that came to New Haven and yeah, I would be sitting close to the stage. You know, I have people get me tickets and. I was just amazed how warm it can get in there. And then when you're under the, under the and how, how these guys sweat and perform for two and a half hours, do you, do you, can you uh, relate to how hot it can get? Some of these guys would just drench and we know they're not, a lot of them, Kevin, aren't drinking Gatorade. They're drinking a little bit stronger that might dehydrate you. So I mean, yeah. talk about that experience. It's pretty wild to me. Well, it, it used to be like that, Bob. It used yeah. to be, we were, I was just talking about, I did a show. Uh, last week, I actually in a, in a, in an old AAA baseball stadium down in, um, uh, Melbourne, Florida. And I kind of, I, I, a friend of mine is, is a concert promoter and he's just getting these things going. And he, he had one of the local bands and he's kind of been wanting to bring the voice of rock radio down. He said, why don't you just come down and check it out? So I went and sat in with these guys on a few songs and it was cold last weekend in wow. Melbourne, Florida. I mean, it was like, it was like mist and rain and, 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 you know, in the old days, I was just talking about this with the band. I said, in the old days when they would have those thousand watt car lamps and they'd have like 200 of them, it was like, it was like being in one of those French fry warmers, you know, that keep you warm. <laughs> and you would sweat. But now yeah. all the lighting is, is, is LED and, and I was hoping and wishing that they would turn on a few hot lamps because it was, wow. man, it was cold. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's not like it used to be, Bob. They're, they're trying to cut down on the, uh, the energy use, you know? Sure. <laughs> but, but we're going to have a heck of a light, <laughs> excuse me. <clears throat> we're going to have a heck of a light show. On Saturday night, you, you mentioned the Oaklawn, uh, racetrack and casino. It's a, man, it's, it's gonna kick buck. Brand new, this is a brand new casino, but it hasn't been open very long and, and there haven't, there really hasn't been a lot of, uh, acts in there and, uh, a really good friend of ours, uh, just hooked it up for us. And so we're, we're really excited about it, you know, and I have family there. I'm gonna have some, my, my, uh, my brother's, uh, Goes on vacation to, to way down south to the border, uh, in Texas and he won't be there, which he was really, really unhappy about. But his, his son and wife and, you know, my nieces and stuff. I'm going to have a little bit of family and my, 
my music attorney's coming. He's, he's driving from Nashville, a little getaway. So I wish you guys could make it out, man. You'd yeah. love this band. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. You guys are out east, aren't you? Yeah. Atlanta yeah. and Connecticut. So, yeah, we're, yeah. we're on Talk the east. about cold. You're, you weren't talking bad about Chicago being cold because, man, that's like, isn't that like up there by the North Pole? <laughs> <laughs> New England can be like that, Kevin. You know, we've had uh, temperatures in the teens a lot of this winter, so uh, just just about getting to spring, you know. <laughs> yeah. So you guys never said a single word when I was talking about Brady. Didn't say anything. Why is that? Can I can I interview <laughs> you guys for a minute? Why did you not say anything? Come on, I know everybody. Well, Kevin, I'm, I'm up here in New England, and and for years and years we just got used to it. You know, he, he was a staple. Right. I, I think people didn't like him because he won too much. That, that's that's he basically did? it. Hundred percent. That's right. Right. Hundred percent. Yep. Well, so did you guys get upset when he decided to go? I was surprised. I got to be honest understand? with you, Kevin. I, I I expected, you know, when it was time for him, like we knew, you know, I'm a Steelers fan. So, you know, Lee Roethlisberger gave us a, a few weeks' notice that this was going to be it. And I think we all knew at the beginning of the season, yeah. really, that it was going to be it, that uh, his body had yeah. given out and it was time for him to move on. Yeah. But to your point, with Brady, we there's no sign that this had to be it. I mean, obviously, look, you want to go spend time with your family and and, and kind of shift gears because you've, you've won everything, you've done it all, you've got nothing left to prove. You know, God bless. Right. Go be with your family. Go go do all those sorts of things. But we really didn't have any warning that this was going to happen. So I was sort of struck, if you will, like, wow, this is it. Oh, okay. Um, I expected well, it to go on think, for a while longer. I mean, this 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 went through my my mind a few times. Like, do you think that, like, maybe he just wanted to? prove himself to himself like hey i can go do this with another team or you know and uh, like he challenged himself to like i'm gonna go and 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 i have to prove myself that it wasn't just because i was in new england i i need to know that i can do this on my own or not on your own but you know what yeah. i'm saying i mean right uh, right 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 yeah because, i think that was know, a huge part yeah. of it yeah, and 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 he did it, and of course you have to test the water. Can I do it twice? Can I do it three times? <laughs> That's right. Well, <laughs> you know, I don't know, man. You, you know, it's just you know, uh, and and every time I get on your show, I I like to sit and listen to the people going on before me because they really know about what's going on in sports, and and you know, it still baffles me why you guys would call me about sports. <laughs> Because because even though I love it, I'm like, I don't know, man. I I spent so many hours of the day just, you know, working on gigs and shows and this and that. And uh, I, I don't even spend that much time on music anymore. I used to be in the studio working, producing and all that. And, you know, uh, it's just in the last couple of years, all of that has changed. It's like, okay, now I'm just focused on how do I make a really great show. I got to pull off a great show. We've got a really killer band. Um, you know, I mean, we, 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 we've been, we've been really building this thing. And, uh, so it's, you know, it's just, it's sort of like a sport to us, 
you know, we don't want to go out there and reek. We want to, you know, we want to cover the bases and stuff. So, um, and, and thank you guys because, you know, you, 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 um, you always show an interest in my music and, and even, even sometimes when I'm, <laughs> even when I'm not like, you know, uh, uh, busting my way through traffic like I'm in a race or something, I, I'm just, you know, I get into that daily grind of music, you know. And uh, and you guys have been very kind to me. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Kevin, a couple more before we let you go, but um, I got to be honest with you, as as a huge Journey fan, I mean, and I, and I love the Journey experience that you put together, and obviously we're huge fans of, of your voice and, and, the, and the music mm-hmm. you've done throughout your career. But I remember a few years ago when, when Journey got inducted into the Hall of Fame, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. There was there's sort of that famous story of Steve Perry and Neil Sean getting together and, you know, we need to have coffee sometime and all that sort of stuff. Right. Um, but I'm, I'm sort of, I've been wondering ever since I started listening to all of, all of your journey covers, why hasn't Neil reached out to you? Why hasn't there, you know what, Kevin, you and I need to have coffee because we, we've seen, <laughs> we've seen Steve and Jerry yeah. have voice issues. Looks like Arnell is starting to have voice issues. It seems like you were a natural fit to go fit right back in there. Why hasn't that happened? Well, if you ever figure that out, I would love to be the first one to know it. But, you know, I mean, listen, I, I've always stayed friends with them. And, you know, I've always tried to support their their music. Because, you know, I figure if their music's winning, I'm winning as a, as a, as a result of it. Because... Uh, <coughs> I've been blessed to kind of be associated with that family and, you know, our, our, we, we, we all kind of shared the same manager, Herbie Herbert, and he just passed away a while back. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I just, you know, it's family. Okay. It's family, but also it's business. Okay. And I don't know. I think maybe. I don't know. I mean, I'm just guessing, but I think maybe, you know, uh, you know, when Greg and I formed the storm, Greg and I were like kind of like partners and, uh, and then we sort of just, you know, we, we were offered a, a, a great, uh, you know, recording contract and stuff. And when it was time, like we got to put a band together here, you know, and we went to Ross and we, we went to Smith and we, you know, we, <coughs> I knew Josh. We brought Josh in to play on some of the demos and, 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 you know, great, great guitar player. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I think, I think really Neil and John, they, you know, they're the, they're the, the big cheeses, man. They're the bosses. And, uh, uh, one thing that Herbie kind of taught me is, you know, he asked me one time, he says, uh, hey, Kevin, wh- what do you think my impression and my, What's my definition of a successful musician? And I'm thinking, I don't know, million sales? No. Five? No. Ten? It went on for a while. I'm like, no. Okay, so what is your definition of a successful musician? And it was real simple. Herbie said, it's somebody who can pay their own bills. And, um, you know, You know, a lot of times the musicians are sort of, you know, I don't know, 
I'm not making fun of garbage truck drivers because I know they got a great retirement package in the 401k and all that stuff. I got some buddies to do it. And, and I've told them this story. I said, you know, uh, I don't know. Musicians have had a bad rap and, and rightly so. They've, they, they've raped and pillaged, you know, forever, you know, but I, I guess maybe, you know, by the grace of God, I've, 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 you know, because I have a good woman and I've got good kids and I've got a good life, you know, I, it hasn't always been like top 10, this and that. It's like, well, you work really hard. Just try to build a great reputation and try to make great music and, you know, all that stuff. And it all adds up, right? <clears throat> well, maybe, maybe they, maybe they just looked at me like, you know, I, uh, I, I might have wanted to challenge them as a boss, sort of, to to make things right. And I don't know. I don't know. I, I've never really had that conversation. I I know that we, uh, you know, we we did perform together, um, and we did have a lot of meetings, and we we were writing songs before Steve, you know, came back to the band and. Uh, yeah, that, that was a that was kind of a bummer, but at the same time, I'm a fan of the band and I enjoyed their stuff. You know, it's like I never really set out to be the singer of Journey. I set out to, uh, you know, to just make great records, and it just so happened that things fell in place in a way that, like, hey, he's a he's man. That if anybody could be a ringer. And, and that's kind of what they do. And I still sing Journey songs. I mean, I, I think it's great. I love Journey. <laughs> if I performed with the Beatles, I'd probably be performing Beatles songs, you know. <laughs> but that's what a lot, I mean, seriously, come on. I mean, look at Alan Parsons. I worked with Alan. Alan goes out and has a Beatle tribute band because he worked with the Beatles. So it just sort of fits, you know. Uh, you know, I, 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 through the years, I've had conversations with the guys. You know, I go to the shows and stuff, and I've had phone calls, and you know, they're they're cordial, and uh, I don't know, maybe maybe they've had inklings or whatever, but you know, uh, I think really from a business standpoint, if if I were them, I'd be looking at a younger guy, and that's kind of why they went with Arnell, and yeah, it's very very demanding work to sing that stuff five nights a week maybe sometimes six nights a week hey brother you know it's like it's like power lifting on a daily basis so um they might look at it like can, can, could kevin be bulletproof enough well i don't know you know who knows until you're thrown in it but all i know is is the last the last three singers they were bulletproof going in, but you know it's it, it does take its toll on you, you know. So, do I want to? I don't know. Maybe I don't know. But have they asked me? No, not really. Um, as time went on through time, I've kind of been teased a little bit about it, but no, I never really really got the the, the dead on. Hey, we want you to come out and do this. And, you know, they're stacking the deck to make whoever's in there a little better. I mean, I don't know if you've been to the show lately, but they've added extra musicians to our great singers. So who knows? Maybe maybe one of those guys are going to, you know, learn the system and step forward. I don't know. But I know that they have 
They have really great singers. You know, I can't say anything negative about them. They've been, they've been my sure. brothers. They've been really good guys to me. Uh, uh, you know, I, I, I big mix up that went down with, with Ross and, and Smitty and, you know, and they're now kind of gone out of the band. That, that, that was a little, that was a little hard to take. And I thought, wow, you know, Ross would have been one of the reasons for me if I was ever asked. I would look at it as, as a real positive because he was, he's motivational and he's a positive, funny guy. You gotta have that. You gotta have them kind of people. It can't just be all serious business or, you know, or you're really, you're just, it's like punching in, going to work. It's, it's not fun. How can you be entertaining if you're not entertaining? You know, if you're not entertained. So, so, uh, you know, the the questions are always asked, but hey, you know what? It's, it's not my, I'm not the guy that can answer those questions. Only they can, you know, and they're still doing okay. (laughs) So (laughs) I think they're doing all right, you know? (laughs) That's right. Kevin, let our listeners know how can they stay up to date with all the great things you're doing? follow you whether it's uh well, it's online or it's on social media well i you know i i i probably get 10 facebook pages because i get fan pages and stuff like that but the voices of rock radio uh that's really the band that i'm kind of really putting a lot of my eggs in right now because with with john we do a lot of corporate work but we're starting to spring off into you know casinos and ticketed events and stuff not everywhere but uh, that's kind of how, how we're, we're planning to have fun in the future is just to, it's kind of like, it's an a-hole free zone. That's how we put it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? We, we signed up to life. There's a lot less life in front of us than there is behind us. So why spend it with people that are going to make you miserable, you know? So yeah. we only bring the people that we really love to have a good time with because then it reflects in the music and everything you're doing. And, you know, so it's working. And uh, and I think you guys would enjoy that band. And if we can get up your way, I guarantee you, you guys will be our guests. Oh, we appreciate that very much. We look forward to that happening. <laughs> yeah. Kevin, thank you so much, my friend. It's always fun to spend time with you we can't thank you enough for taking time out of your night to come back and be a part of the show hey god bless you guys and and sport on my friends sport <laughs> on you rock on that's right you all rock right. on kevin thank you're you. the best my friend take care take care kevin thank you sir all right take care right. bye-bye see you kevin that's a great kevin chalfont I, I love that guy bob i mean you know i know he's not a he's not a uh sports guy a lot but he's a heck of a musician got a great voice and just uh, a good man, and I, I, yeah, I would like having him on the show. Yeah, it's just rock and roll. I mean, all with him, and uh, I, I could talk to him all day about that. But uh, we got a show to do here. <laughs> <laughs> we do. And speaking of which, we've got our good friend Tony Collins hanging on the line. We're going to get to Tony on the other side of this real quick station break. 